Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas. Today we have two guests with us uh, on Community Focus. Our guests today include Kim Rollins, the Executive Director of the Lakes Area United Way, and Sean Hansen, Executive Director of the Outreach Program. And ladies, first of all, welcome to Community Focus. Thanks for having us. Glad to be here. Thanks. Uh, all right. Uh, Kim, let's uh, start with you at Lakes Area United Way. What's uh, happening with Lakes Area United Way right now? Awesome. Well, if you haven't heard, we are currently partnering with Crow Wing County, and they uh, were working on the allocation of the CARES Act funding, um, the Federal CARES Act dollars. And right now, the application is up and available for both small businesses and nonprofits. And so I want to make sure the word is getting out there um, for all our nonprofit partners, because I know uh, right now times are a little tough and um, it's hard to hear here through all the noise um, that this is a great opportunity for nonprofits to be awarded up to $10,000 um, through Crow Wing County. Um, so you have to, your business has to be um, in the area of Crow Wing County to apply for these grant dollars. But it's an amazing opportunity to to um, get some dollars to help your, your organization right now. Um, the biggest thing is that applications must be submitted. Uh, by 1159 p.m. on September 18th. So that's right around the corner. So I just want to make sure that that information is out there. And so you can find these applications either through crowwing.us or um, unitedwaynow.org or even through the Bladeck website. So there's three entities that have links to these um these applications. If you go to the Crow Wing County website, though, um, there's a great page that outlines um, the overview, the guidelines, frequently frequently asked questions, and then there's a sample summary sheet um, mm. for expenses. So if your organization is awarded funds, um, we will need this sample sh- summary sheet filled out. It's just for reference right now, but the biggest thing is to complete the application online. Um, it is a fully online application, and so right there, there's a there's a link um, to this application. And there's quite a few questions, but it's um, it's pretty easy to fill out and doesn't take too much time. Um, so we really want to make sure that our community is well aware that there are dollars available for COVID funds. So that is dollars to reimburse um, eligible expenses that have been incurred or will be incurred from March 1st through November 15th. Mm-hmm. So if your organization is planning to to update certain technology uh, due to COVID and having to work remotely or, or other things that are specifically COVID-related items, um, you are able to apply for these funds. So please, please take the time to review this information. We've done our best to, to outline it, but if you have any questions at all, don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, my cell phone is 612-916-2116. And we're answering all the questions and trying to make sure that um, everyone meets these eligibility requirements to, to receive some funding. Um, there's a, um, just over a million dollars that are going to be going back to um, Crow Wing County nonprofits. So we want to make sure that the money is getting back out into the community and doing good. 
Very good. Sounds like a little bit of time filling out some forms ends up being a, a, a nice windfall to help yes, you out. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Kim, is the outreach program one of the area nonprofits that you fund in part through the United Way? Yeah, so um, I'm glad that Sean is here with us today. Um, we actually recently uh, went through the new allocation cycle, and we did a one-year cycle, and the outreach program received funding from the United Way. So they will receive funding through this entire year. Um, and Sean, do you want to talk about what that funding is going to do for the outreach program in our community? Sure, we'd be glad to. So thanks for having me on. Um, a lot of people know us as Kids Against Hunger. Yeah. We spent our first seven years here in Niswa under that umbrella name, and just last November we changed our name to the Outreach Program of Brainerd Lakes. And the primary focus for that was our mission had really changed. We started off being humanitarian food aid, and all of our food would ship overseas. And what we had started to realize over the last several years is that there is a great need for food right here in the United States. So when we changed our mission in November of 2019, it was a goal of 80 to 90 percent of our food that we package would stay within a 100-mile radius of the Brainerd Lakes area, and we would still take 10 to 20 percent that would be for international distribution and or disaster relief. And then this little thing of COVID <laughs> hit in March of 2020. Yeah. And uh, there's good news and bad news for us about how this is all rolled out. The good news is is that we have been able to uh, package over 740,000 meals so far this year um, out of this little tiny place in Niswa. And um, the radius shrunk a little bit for us, and we focused on a 60 to 80-mile radius of rain. So 100% of our food has really stayed local through this. So I always tell people the disheartening part of it is, is that a pandemic hit, and our communities were in great need for food. The sure. good news is, is that by lots of people uh, making contributions to us personally and from businesses and civic organizations and grants, like we have gotten to the United Way, we've been able to keep up with that demand. Um, so that's the great part about being here. Yeah. That, um, we've, able, we've been able to do this. And I think that the interesting part for us is we never dreamed that we would ever hit 750,000 meals in a year. And I can tell you that right now we're on track uh, to package a million meals in 2020. Isn't that just amazing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just amazing. And I amazing. get emotional about it. You can hear it in my voice. Um, yeah. You know, we're one paid staff person. That's me. And my primary goal was to go out and do advocacy work and fundraising. Um, everything else is done by volunteers. So with COVID, obviously, we've had to make lots of changes and how that works. Um, we used to welcome people age 40 or age 4 to 104 um, to come here and pack. Right now, we've put some restrictions on that. Um, our age kind of right now is 16, uh, up to 65 or 70, depending on your health. And we have some requirements that people have to fit um, because we need to be safe, packing safely and keeping our volunteers safe as well. Mm -hmm. um, we have primarily done that with the same group of people for about six months. But one thing that if I could use this audience is we are looking for volunteers. Ah. So we just started to open this up now for September going forward. Um, we need your help. And 
we know that we need to do it diligently and with a really uh, robust process, which we feel we have in place. But we are looking for volunteers to help us now pack meals. Sean, how does someone uh, sign up to be a volunteer at the outreach program? So I think the best way is, is either contact me personally by my cell phone, and I have no problem with that people having that number, or reaching out to me by email, and then I can give you those requirements of what we're looking for. Primarily, it's we just need people in good health and people that are not um, caregiving for someone that could potentially be in a higher risk category for COVID. Um, but you can certainly reach out to me, and if you have just yourself or a couple people in mind, we can fit you in. And if you also have a group that you could gather of 12 to, to 18 people, we would definitely appreciate that too. So we're looking for individuals. We're looking for uh, business community people. Maybe you want to do a team-building thing with some of your staff, or maybe it's your church group. The only thing is, is that we really, truly cannot let young people or technically old people come in, um, which is very interesting for us. But yeah, just reaching out to us and letting us know that you're willing to help. And and truly, we've been blessed by the people in the Brainerd Lakes area for stepping up in so many ways. Um, I can't begin to tell you the great stories that we have, just as well as, uh, like Kim, I think, mentioned earlier, the chaos of life right now. Yeah. It's pretty Mm -hmm. overwhelming for a lot of people, but there's a lot of great things going on, too. Yeah. Uh, Sean, can we find your contact information and more information on a website or Facebook page? What do you have for the outreach program? So go to our website, which is outreachprogrambla.org for the outreach program of Brainerd Lakes, or hit up our Facebook page, which is outreach program of Brainerd Lakes. All of our information is on there. I'd be glad to talk to anybody. Um, You'll find my cell phone and you'll find my email on there. And uh, definitely just reach out, and we'll have a conversation and see if you can fit. And, Sean, another opportunity, it seems, would be, uh, and I I don't know for sure, but uh, let's talk about where you get the food that you donate. So can uh, folks, if they don't feel comfortable volunteering there, can they donate food or donate cash? How does that work? So because we are humanitarian food aid and we actually package our meals, we buy all of our ingredients in bulk from our partner in Des Moines, Iowa. So from a food perspective, we do collect some items, but we donate those to the local area food shelves. I see. So what we really truly are looking for is your cash monetary donation so we can buy our ingredients. The amazing thing is is that we can package a meal for 30 cents a meal. Wow. So you can feed a family for dinner relatively inexpensively, and we have seven different meals that we package. One is a breakfast product, and the other are lunch and dinner. So monetary donations are definitely the best use for us, and that truly goes for purchasing ingredients. Fantastic. Uh, Sean, the other thing I I know I want to talk about is the fact that you have partnered with so many organizations here that have been working hard during this pandemic to help kids uh, right here in our own backyard, and, and talk a little about that, because I know for sure the YMCA is one of them. There's many more. Uh, talk about some of your partnerships. So that is another great thing that came out of COVID, is that so many people decided we needed to work together. So my great buddy at uh, the YMCA, Shane Riffle, he and I had a conversation that early week, and we said, what can we work together? And so the YMCA became a distribution hub for us for the Brainerd School District. Mm -hmm. So that became our beautiful partnership. 
other partnerships that some we had in place beforehand, but definitely some that have gotten stronger is our relationship with uh, the Sharing Bread Soup Kitchen and Operation Sandwich. Um, Another great partnership is in Pine River and Bacchus, which is the Pine River Bacchus Community Meal Program that they do during the week. And then every food shelf that you can think of in an 80-mile radius, um, we've been able to partner with. And then um, our friends at Baxter Cafe who created Full Tummy that are feeding people on the weekends. Um, Right along with those meals, our meals go out the door. So we've just been blessed with all these partnerships. And I truly do think, and Kim and I have had this conversation offline, that all of us that are in the nonprofit world, and there's many great nonprofits here in the Brainerd Lakes area for sure, we have all figured out how to look at what everybody needs and help each other out. So I think that there's just very unselfish acts of greatness going on in this community. So if you perchance, like, um, I'll give you a good example of the Minnesota Women's Shelter. So we can work with them and say, what do you need? And we can definitely provide food for them, but if they tell us we need cell phones and we need pillows, then we'll use our at our ways through social media to say to people, hey, our friends over at the Women's Shelter, they need this, or this is what the soup kitchen is looking for. Um, so the partnerships have been endless out of this deal. Yeah, that's a great yeah, story. Yeah, they truly have, Sean. Yeah, it's it's been amazing to see all the partnerships and collaboration throughout the nonprofit community during COVID. I I agree, Sean. We're so blessed with the collaboration with everyone working together for the benefit of our community. So I'm just I'm so thankful for everyone and all the nonprofits in our community doing such great work. Absolutely, Sean. The other thing you know, that's uh, us, I'm sorry. Um, you know, a lot of people have had to cancel a lot of their events. Right? So all of us nonprofits that are out there, you know, obviously fundraising is a big piece of our puzzle. And our largest event happens in October. Um, it's a Fishing Den Hunger Tournament. This will be our eighth year. And I'm really pleased to tell you that that is going strong, and we are on board for a really great tournament um, on Gull Lake October 3rd. We are still looking for fishermen to fish in that tournament um, with us. But we are truly blessed that our fundraising um, at this point, is still intact because we know that a lot of people have had to cancel events because of crowd and, and different things. So we're excited that we have our fundraising event coming up in October. Sean, is the sign-up information, if we have uh, folks listening that would like to participate in that fishing tournament, is the sign-up information on your website? It is, and it's also at our website, fishingtoendhunger.com. Aha, perfect. All right. Uh, one last thing, uh, Sean, just as you talk about the tremendous number of meals and the partnerships and, and to think that this is all focused locally, it also tells me that uh, that's another one of the many byproducts, if you will, of COVID-19 is food insecurity. And let me rephrase that by saying I know there was a lot of food insecurity locally before the pandemic. This has just exacerbated the problem, hasn't it? It has, and I think that one of the things that's a misnomer about the Brainerd Lakes area is everybody makes an assumption that um, all of us here have a a higher income, right, because we live in this beautiful resort area. The reality is is that your neighbor and my neighbor and people that we pass on the street every day, they could definitely have a food insecurity issue at home. It's bigger than people realize, and it was here before covid But COVID definitely has brought that out. And 
Unfortunately, I think there is lots of things to fall out. We are still trying to figure out, and God bless our school districts for figuring out how to uh, navigate COVID. Um, but we have lots of families that have struggled. We have had lots of families that have been unemployed. We've seen businesses closed. We are in a resort community. We know that there is more fallout to come fall and winter when it gets tougher up here anyway. And that food insecurity number is going to grow. We know that. Everything is leading towards there are going to be bigger pushes and bigger needs on our food shelves, on our community meal programs. Families in general are going to need our support, and we are here for the long term. The outreach program definitely is focused to be here today through COVID and for the long haul. Wonderful. Well, Sean, uh, we thank you for what you're doing, and especially for all the volunteers that have helped you at the outreach program. And again, like you said, you need more. So please, we encourage people to go to outreachprogrambla.org, and you can find contact information and what you need to know so you can volunteer as well. Well, and I just want to give a shout-out to the United Way. Um, it was kind of a unfortunate way that Kim and I got introduced to each other through all of this, but um, the community has really rallied behind the help that is needed here, and we couldn't do these things without United Way, without the Brainerd Lakes Community Foundation. Um, the grants that we have received have definitely kept us sustainable, so between contributions that people have made and our grants, it allowed us to pack these 740,000 meals. Well said. Thank you, Sean. Well, ladies, uh, we're going to wrap up. That We are out of time, but I thank you for all your hard work with all our nonprofits and, Sean, with the outreach program for feeding so many people in need here in the Lakes area. Thank you for talking with us today. Yeah, thank you, Ken. Thank you, Sean, for all your hard work. Absolutely. Glad to be a partner. All right. Our guests today, Kim Rollins, Executive Director of the Lakes Area United Way, and Sean Hansen, Executive Director of the Outreach Program. I'm Ken Thomas, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs are available anytime on our website. Just go to 1067wjjy.com, and you can also find the Community Focus programs on our free downloadable app. That's powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.